This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. It's FBC Radio Live. It's, it's Monday morning. That's right. Welcome, everyone. It's a brand new week here. We're getting closer and closer to uh, the holiday season. Happy Hanukkah to everyone out there who's been celebrating. Of course, Christmas is just around the corner. And most importantly, John, most importantly, we are just 17 days away from Festivus, my friend. And uh, it, it's it's going to be quite the celebration here on FPC Radio. Oh, without question, that's the biggest holiday we look forward to. Oh, of course, it's the only holiday I look forward to. Very much so. More so than Thanksgiving because you hate turkey. Well, no, I I love thing. Don't give me. I love Thanksgiving. I just hate turkey. Uh, that's why you know. Don't I, don't. I don't want you. I don't want you and the listeners out there to I to. Misquoted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't want to be. Uh, you know, uh, get a, given a reputation for being a crumb bum on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I actually I love Thanksgiving. I'm a very big fan of Thanksgiving. Just as long as I get Thanksgiving the way I want it, because well, I believe that it's true. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, weird day yesterday <laughs> in the uh, in the NFL. Um, it, it, no, no Aaron Rodgers, so uh, that that was kind of quiet. No Patriots, obviously they play tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about that there, uh, the Buffalo Bills. But um, 
we did get another Tampa Bay victory. Uh, Tom Brady is now 10-0 and against the Atlanta Falcons. And, um, you know, I'm not even upset necessarily that he threw the pick six. I'm more upset that because of that interception, it screwed up a perfect, perfect 28-3 to touchdown to interception ratio Brady has against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, it is now 28-4. to Um and it's just, I just, I wish, I just wish, John, if that's the only reason I'll take it back. You know what I mean? I'd rather, I, that's why I want to take the interception back. Not that it will help Brady's stats. I, I just, I want that ratio. I want that ratio. So when you play Powerball, obviously 28 and three are two numbers you pick. Obviously, I'm sure 12 and seven, Brady's number, Brady's Super Bowls, like maybe 10 because that was his number at Michigan. Yeah. Well, so this, well I got it hanging up over uh, my right shoulder right now. Yeah. So. And do we remember what number he played at war in high school? Because I remember it was in a, a mall in New Hampshire after Ooh. the Super Bowl. And I was still, like, throwing up on the side every time I saw anything with Brady because, you know, that was Roger's Super Bowl to win. But <laughs> they, they were selling his high school jersey. Um, was it eight? Which I, it might have been eight. And I I'm, th- I'm guessing. I think, I'm trying to think eight or nine. Was yeah, it, I think it was a, I think it was a it was single a, digit. I what, think was, what was Young's number? Steve Young? Eight. Yeah. It might have been eight, because I'm, I'm assuming when Brady was in high school, he obviously grew up a huge 49ers fan. He loved Montana, and I'm sure he loved Steve Young. So maybe he wore eight, because I know Rodgers was the same thing. Steve Young was this guy. Um, because, I mean, Steve Young was the best quarterback in football, or right in the discussion with Elway and Aikman and whoever else back in the early 90s when they were all in high school. So I, I think it was eight. So if you can get his high school – in fact, if I get to that mall again, which I will, I'll, uh, I'll seek out that jersey and that will be a late uh, Thanksgiving Christmas present for you. i got to see if they still have it up there. They had it last year. Well, I, 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 will, I will add it to my collection. Um, <clears throat> I don't currently own a Brady Bucks jersey, and I will not until he retires. And I'll, I will then buy one to add to, you know, the collection, not – not so much as to buy, but I have a very, uh, you know, personal uh, code of, of team ethics uh, that I like to follow when it comes to uh, supporting other players on other teams. Like I said, I'm not going to wear his uh, Bucks jersey while he's playing. I refuse to do that. Um, I am a Brady fan. I'm not necessarily a Buccaneers fan. I am a. Uh, I, I root for them by virtue of rooting for Tom Brady. So, like yesterday, John, as a fan, as a fan, I was sitting there saying like. All right, Tampa Bay defense, I just want to see you give up a bunch of yards and points because I just want Brady to keep padding those stats, my friend. Just pad them, pad them, pad them. Get them out there. Let them throw. Let them pile it on. Um, That's the best thing about being just a Brady fan and not a fan of the actual team because, you know, in the past, obviously, you'd you'd see that. And then, you know, if it was the Patriots, be like, no, stop, please, just stop. I don't care. I don't care how many touchdowns he throws. I just, you know, I just want the Patriots to win the game, and generally they did because, well, Brady was the quarterback. But uh, now it's kind of uh, it's a little a little bit looser now. It's a little bit uh, freer to uh, root for Brady and not necessarily the team. Well, I mean, you're at the point with Brady with seven Super Bowls. If he doesn't win another Super Bowl, no one's going to discuss that he's not the greatest quarterback in the history of football. And, um, and maybe the, they, they, they do it now. <laughs> they do it now. They will. Oh, trust trust me. Brady has to win. Brad, Brady has to win a Super Bowl, or he's done, or he's finished, or he's considered done. Yeah, he's not, he's not that good. Because then he, maybe he would have four Super Bowl losses, which is such a terrible thing than never going to the game. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, he's in discussion. Obviously, we've talked about it with Jordan and Russell and all these other guys that are, like, just all-time great winners. That's the only discussion. And, and 
so at that point, yeah, just go for the personal stats and say maybe the guy's going to throw 700 touchdown passes and maybe win four MVPs, which um, especially since one of them would be at the age of 44 and the other one would be the age of 40. Yeah. Like if he went at 40, then he win one at 44. That'd be kind of crazy. Yeah, so you can go with all that. I'm at the point where Rodgers, the stats are nice because I think when he retires, his numbers are going to be, you know, superb. But I need wins. Yeah. And I need another school. So it's a little bit different dynamic between mm-hmm. our two guys. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, uh, you know, I know obviously the, the, the in thing now is obviously to accuse Brady of stat padding, ignoring the fact that he's been, taking out, t- been taken out of several games this season in which they could have legitimately padded stats if they wanted to. But the reality of it is the Bucks need him to throw 50 50- some odd times a game right and yeah luckily for the bucks he is literally literally this isn't hyperbole this isn't me just being you know you know over the top you know whatever he is literally the only quarterback in the history of the nfl that is capable of winning more games than not when throwing more than 40 times and throwing more than 50 he improved yesterday to 21 and 10 in his career no other quarterback has more than five wins in that situation. Crazy. That it, it, it's the crazy all numbers. Yeah, and it's it's one of my favorite numbers because again, and and it kind of speaks to um, you know I I think you know he didn't wrap it up by any means, but I think he did you know once again gain a little bit of comfort uh, in the uh, MVP race. I I think it's going to take quite a bit from him and others to to knock him down from that pedestal, but. What really just, you know, and, and I know the in thing was, and I hope it go, it's, it's gone away by now, is the Lamar Jackson thing. I, I've just, I, at this point, I'm almost disgusted by it because of how much people were pushing it just a couple weeks ago. And based on what I've seen the last couple of weeks, I'm, I'm really questioning what people have yep. been watching. Um, it's not a discussion at all. I yeah. mean, the only other discussion, obviously, Rodgers, who didn't play yesterday, I think. Tyler Murray did well for himself yesterday. He's, he he's, three he's, yeah, he's missed three games, though. I mean, that, that's the thing. I'm not even going to entertain his name. Because, yeah. again, it's like, look, if, if I don't care what it was. You missed the games. I'm sorry. You, you, I mean, look, Brady got knocked for it in 2016, and, and, and a lot of other players have been knocked for it before. I think what, what's the only um, – was it? It might have been Joe Montana. Might have been the only MVP that have, or 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 one of those early mid '90s MVPs, were the only quarterback that had missed like two games or whatever and still won it. Right. You know. So it's. But anyways, my point being, like, Rogers like plays all the remaining games, so he would have played 16 out of 17. He could win it. And the other the other quarterback that may throw in if he has a huge game tonight is. Josh Allen, because he's still second in terms of the betting odds, but I think a lot but of that has the, the, pro- so the, pro- the, the problem is, though, you and I both know that as much as this is about play, it's also about stats. And right now, Brady has separated himself to the point where, like, it's going to be very hard for anyone to even approach those numbers. Guys like Rodgers, obviously, even Josh Allen. Um, uh-huh. But my point is, Brady's throwing more than any other player in the league. Now, again... The, the anti-Brady folks will sit there and be like, well, of course he's leading in everything. Oh, blah, 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 of course this. Well, no, that actually kind of further hammers on the point that he is clearly the most valuable player in this league. The Bucks rely more on him than any player is relied on in this league. You know, people will point to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, okay, you may rely on Lamar Jackson, but he doesn't deliver. Like, I don't care how much you rely on a player. If he doesn't deliver, I'm not giving him credit for how much you know, maybe you perceive that he's, you know, the talent around him is bringing him down because right now 
he is not playing anywhere close to an MVP level. Hell, no. he's not even playing. He's hardly playing top 15 quarterback level. That's how absurd it's gotten. But, you know, Brady is throwing more than anyone. And to my point earlier, he's proven to be the only player to consistently be able to win. And it is. It's one of my favorite Tom Brady numbers or stats or, or tidbits. It's like this is one of those things that separates him because no other like yesterday starting the game. They knew he was throwing. He 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 threw the ball 15 straight times and they could not stop it. <laughs> and and to me I'm just sitting there laughing like people are going to use that to knock him just like people use a game in which he won a Super Bowl to somehow knock his legacy which uh, scratch you know makes me scratch my head even today, but to me it just again it just further proves that he is the MVP of this league and that the Bucks are so dependent on his arm that it's it's a good thing to have him to be the guy that you're dependent on, but it could also ultimately lead to maybe a, a one bad game here and there because, like we talked about last week, even if, if Tom in the offense starts relatively slow, that could be a big problem for the Buccaneers. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, their defense is still... Spotty. I mean, they, they were okay yesterday. They put pressure on Matt Ryan, but he's Matt Ryan, and he doesn't have his best wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. And, you know, Atlanta's just a middling team. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that Brady's 10-0. and 0. And when I kept start seeing that stat, I'm like, how often do you play the Atlanta Falcons? And then, of course, it hit me again that he's 4-0 and since he went to Tampa Bay. But he was 6-0 and with the Patriots, and they only play every four years. And, yes, they played once in a Super Bowl. I'm like, it, it's nearly impossible to beat a team 10 times when they're – in the other conference uh, for most of your career. The number that was flashed yesterday that really startled me and, and, you know, probably gave me some um, agita, which is a nice way of saying upset stomach in Italian, was seeing that John Elway was 11-0 and against the Patriots. Oof, and yeah. That was incredible. And the Patriots had some good teams back then, Ian, too. I mean, we're talking about the mid-'80s. The Patriots went to a Super Bowl. The mid-'90s, they went to a Super Bowl. I, I think – in, when when people talk about the history of quarterbacks, he gets forgotten somewhat. I know it seems like Marino gets more love than Elway. Elway was the better quarterback. Oh, I, yeah, question. I agree. Yeah, I, I think Elway – I've said this a million times, and it's not a knock against anyone else. I think if every quarterback had gone into the same situation, he may be right there with Brady as the greatest quarterback ever. I mean, that's how, how high I was on him when he came out of Stanford. I mean, he, he – literally is the total package he, he had the intangibles like brady the leadership the toughness the smarts all that athletic ability he, he all things being equal he would have been right there with brady they would have that would have been the discussion who's the greatest quarterback ever is it brady or elway if they've gone to the similar situations but yeah i think people forget about him and they and they give more love to marino um than john elway when elway was the better quarterback but yeah but to go 10 and 0 against a team that you've spent most mm-hmm. of your career in the other conference that's like I kept looking at him. Go wait a second. Has Brady played forty years now? Yeah. Like, I go wait a second. Well, um, I forgot he's in Tampa now. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it definitely helps. You know, you you know, since twenty sixteen, obviously you've gotten a few of those, and I believe they did get a rematch uh, when he was still in New England. So so there's they, about yeah, half of those. Years. Yeah, about half of those games have come in the last five years. So you know, right, it, but, it, so if you think about it that way, it does kind of make more sense. And and if I remember correctly. Uh, I believe they played each other, or they played the Falcons his his in two thousand one. So they won in Atlanta. Yep. Yeah. So so they had to you know again the very first year he was starting. So that was that's like the only way that that 
number could have materialized at this point. So, um, so yeah, so I think, look, I, I think he's, you know, as he has been for the last couple of weeks, although again, you know, uh, you could open the door for a couple other guys, but I, I think he's very firmly in the driver's seat right now, uh, for his fourth MVP. And, and, you know, if you're a Bucks fan and, you know, like myself, you're, if you're a Brady fan and, you know, assuming they don't play the Patriots in the Super Bowl, you'd be rooting for that him to win. Um, but he would also have to, again, break the MVP curse of Kurt Warner mm-hmm. being the only guy to have, or last guy, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, uh, to have won both the uh, NFL MVP and the Super Bowl in the same season. So Brady's had an opportunity to do it a couple times. You know Ian, I, I checked into the 99 Rams a little bit because, you know, 20-odd years ago, I, I do have yeah. a good memory. Something has to be refreshed. Uh, Warner was the league MVP. He was the Super Bowl yep. MVP. They won the Super Bowl. So, as you said, he's the last regular season MVP to also win a Super Bowl in the same year. It was his defense that was huge in the conference championship game over Tampa. Believe it or not, the Rams won that game 11-6. to mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think we've ever seen a score of 11-6, to but that was the NFC championship game. And then they beat the Titans 23-16. to So, as great as Kurt Warner was in that year – his defense stepped up huge in the NFC championship game and in the Super Bowl. So I don't know if the Tampa defense, I think they have it within them to do that, to step up big in a NFC championship game or a Super Bowl. But I think there's even more pressure on Brady at the age of 44 than there was on Warner back in 1999. And that's, Oh yeah. No, yeah. Nobody better to to trust than Tom Brady with the world, the weight of the world on his shoulders, but it's almost unfair. Right, well, you know, from, he, yeah, he. They have an off day and they lose, and people say, "See, I told you." He's ready to fall well, you know, and, and it starts with his head coach. <laughs> like his head, head coach, yeah, you know, yeah. is, is just a boob sometimes, and it's like, you know, like sometimes it's like, come on, man, like you don't have to put this like little show on, you know, in front of the cameras. Like, you know, sometimes just like except that I don't know. Like I, I had a problem. Like <clears throat> you remember a couple weeks ago when he blamed both those interceptions on Brady, when one of them was clear, like getting clearly right in right. the basket, bread basket of, of the receiver. And it just deflected out of his hands. Like, no, like that, that's, it's, it's almost as ridiculous as Russell Wilson saying he rehabbed 19 hours a day. It's like, right. I, like there, there's, there's, there's room for, for cliche. There's room for hyperbole. There's room for that type of stuff in coach speak. There is, I mean, I'm not sitting there saying you have to be completely honest, but it's also very transparent when you when you go beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Like it just at, at a certain point you just cross a line where you're like, okay, now you're just being ridiculous. Like, punt the brakes a little bit. Um, no, but that's that's what I'm saying. The the Bucks rely so much on Brady, and I think that the defense is better. I mean, look, they have talent on this team. There's no doubt about it. No one's saying that they don't have talent. But there's a lot of teams in the NFL that have a lot of talent. Like Tampa is not the only team, and 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 I know people use it a lot to kind of diminish what Brady's accomplished. And, oh, you know, of course he went to this. You know, I love the the stack team narrative. You know, he went to the team that literally had the the worst winning percentage in the history of sports. And he's considered a guy going to a super team. It's just, it's silly. Um, you know, the, the Bucks have had guys like Mike Evans, Cameron Brate, uh, Chris Godwin, the likes of them, Levante David, since 2017. And trust me, they're, you know, Jameis Winston wasn't throwing 30 interceptions in 2017. So um, Brady's the most important player on that team. He's the most valuable player in this league. And really, he's one of the reasons why 
and, and it benefits his defenses, other teams are worried about the Bucks' offense. So you know what? It, it, it sometimes lends to doing things out of your comfort zone, and that leads to mistakes. And that's when the Bucks' defense capitalizes. When the other team starts to force it, when they realize that, you know, <laughs> Tom at this offense, they're not going to not score. You know, they're just going to go down the field. They're going to get some points. But if they start slow, all of a sudden, there you go. There's the door, and, you know, you got to play from behind. And we know Tom and the offense is capable of doing that. It's just not the, the, the habit you want to have uh, throughout the season. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think they still look like one of the two or three best teams in the NFC. I, I think I still think it's going to be them and Green Bay in the NFC Championship game rematch, unless Arizona's the one seed, gets the bye, and then wins the divisional round, then just the way it's laid out, Arizona would be in the NFC Championship game. And look, they just keep winning. They're 10-2. Yeah, yeah. All seven road games by more than double digits, which is just by double digits, which is damn impressive. And then some of those wins, you know, were, were on the road against the Rams and, and some other good teams at, at Tennessee first week of the season, but I don't think we're buying into them still. You know, I, I do you remember, I think it was what, 2008. Remember Tennessee was 10 and 0. Yeah. And they're talking about, Oh, Tennessee is going to be, you know, tough to beat. And then they lost in the divisional round to the. Well, Ravens. even, even Pittsburgh last year, you know, 10 right. and 0. And it was just yep. like, I just like, we're looking at it. And it's just like, I just, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Now, Granted, I, I do think Arizona's better, and I'm starting to come around to them a little bit more. Part of it was just because, look, Kyler Murray was out. It felt like we didn't really get to see them. And and where we both are located is it's kind of tough to see a lot of Arizona Cardinals football. Um, but I was actually getting that feeling yesterday when they were reading down kind of the, the, the splits for the Ravens and talking about how they have this, like, negative point differential. They have this negative turnover differential. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, how did anyone think that this is a good team? Like, I, I know, like, they happen to have, you know, won some games. But to me, this is like, I mean, you're talking about giant red flag after red flag. Just like, okay, this, this, is, this is pinpointing fraud. Now, this is great because I, I, I did want to kind of get in on this before we talk a little bit about uh, Monday Night Football tonight. Um, <clears throat> I thought yesterday 
was one of the worst displays of coaching decision-making I've ever seen in my life. Just one after another. Just If you remember last week, um, I don't know if anyone saw it on Twitter, but uh, a, a tweet made the rounds um, uh, when it was concerned, you know, concerning Bill Belichick and his coach of the year status. And this one notable person uh, decided to say that, you know, I'm, I'm wrestling, quote unquote, uh, with Belichick's coach of the year candidacy because of his lack of aggressiveness on fourth down. And I thought that was just absurdly stupid. Okay. Because <laughs> if, if you're looking at everything Bill Belichick has done this season, and then you're one, well, involves his a lack of aggressiveness on fourth down, then I, I don't, I, I just, I, I really worry about the future evaluation of the sport, but, um, it was it, it. It couldn't have worked out better for me, John. Yesterday, I'm sitting here watching all this play out. Um, obviously, Sunday night football, Denver. What What are you doing? Why are you going for it? Well, Patrick, no, I, I don't care. This isn't 2018. This Chiefs offense has not moved the ball efficiently and and well for much of the season. You gave up six points in a game that was really close. I know the score ended up being fairly you know different there at the end, but. You literally gave up six points. Six points in a game that you could have been within one score late in that game because of what? Because you got too cute because you got down to in-field goal range. We're not talking about long field goals. I'm pretty sure these were within the, like, 35-yard range. I mean, pretty makeable field goal for any field goal kicker out there. Um, And then you have the Lions, who fell ass-backwards into a win. I mean, going for it in your own territory, up by two points in a game that really wasn't that high scoring was I I thought I thought Dan Campbell should have been fired before that game was over luckily for him luckily for him the Lions somehow win that game and you know this is going to be chalked up as just one of those quirky moments in the history of, of Detroit Lions football and there's a lot of them and then and then John last night the Baltimore Ravens going up against the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, and a quarterback that literally cannot throw the ball straight and beyond five yards. You have a chance to tie the game, and you decide, well, I, I'm big John Harbaugh. I'm going to go for two. Go for it, you know? And you lose because guess what? <laughs> Lamar Jackson doesn't recognize the blitz coming. He reacts poorly he rolls out and throws a bad pass. Incomplete. Game over. All dumb decisions. All dumb coaching decisions. And it just, to me, it drives me nuts, John. And I sit there and I I thank the, the football gods that that I am a fan of a team that has Bill Belichick as their coach. Because Well, don't, don't you think Bill Belichick should have went for it on fourth down against Tampa? Which I, because he settled for, what, a 56-yard field goal attempt that hit the upright. And Tampa Look, ran a block. And again, if that, you kick that's, that, that's that. You, but that's that, that's back. I mean, I think I think he should have been more aggressive in that particular game. Okay. That, that's oh, one. Okay. 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 So so he you know instead of kicking the field goal, go for go for it on fourth down. Okay. Other than that, I that if if you want to criticize him for that, that's fine. To me, that's nitpicking yeah, that's because at the end of the yeah. day, like he's probably sitting back watching these games and like thinking like. What the hell are these people doing? John Harbaugh is considered, or, you know, some consider him within that, like, you know, fringe elite. I used that term last week. Fringe elite coaching class. Uh, what the hell was that? 
And I mean, this well, is a guy that continuously, you know, he gets praised for his, you know, oh, going for it here, going for it there. Oh, he does this, he goes that. It's a gamble. It's all it is, and it's a gamble. If it works, it's great. If it doesn't, well, guess what? He ended up costing his team a game. Like, Well, Belichick did go fourth and two at his own 28 back in 2009, and I guess okay. that it was standing on the other well, side. Were, of the were, any of those, were any of those coaches going up against Peyton Manning? Like I said, no. uh, the, the Ravens going up against Ben Roethlisberger, who can barely move two feet and throw here, the ball five feet. Here, here's the thing on, the, on that particular call. He said after the game that he was down three cornerbacks. Now, that doesn't mean that in overtime you're not going to get the ball first and you can go down and score a touchdown and win the game. You also could look at it, that, and I, I think to push back on Harbaugh, you have the greatest field goal kicker in the history of the sport, and, and Justin Tucker. Either him or Adam, Adam Vinatieri. I, I know Vinatieri with all the Super Bowls and all that stuff is, is considered – this guy's the best right now still. So you, you have the better field goal kicker going into overtime, so that's a plus, right? Um, I just think that he felt that with Roethlisberger actually playing well in the fourth quarter that they would have been tough to stop if he loses the coin flip. Again, it's, it's, it, he, he, got okay. he got too cute. He got too cute. He got too cute. He got too cute. I mean, I think that's – I, I, The you call know. was good. The play was good. The call was good. It's just Lamar Jackson makes a bad no, throw. The call wasn't good because it wasn't completed. Well, I mean, I mean like, we can sit there and play. But, like, if the call was good, they'd have protection in there. There was two free rushers on Lamar Jackson, which forced Lamar well, Jackson to scramble. And as soon as he does that, the call goes awry. So I don't believe it was a good call. If it was a good call, they would have accounted for that. But they didn't. <laughs> T.J. Watt blew up the play, which that's what great players well, do. The other thing, too. That's not an RPO option where he had the ball in the bucket of the of the running back, pulled it out, and he's got his tight end. Who, by the way, I think that kid is that kid's maybe the best. Well, Gronk is still the best tight end in football, and Kittle's. Mark Andrews is a great tight end, isn't he? Considering that oh, sure. a lot of the balls are nowhere near him, he has to make more circus catches than any other tight end in football. And I always give him a shout out, fellow diabetic. So I, I really like Mark Andrews. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, a better throw. He walks in. For, for the two-point conversion. So I, I'm not that against that call. Um, I thought the play design was fine. It's just that Lamar is not accurate enough to make that throw. Maybe you have to weigh that, too, when you make the call. Like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like, like what, what gave, what gave uh, John Harbaugh the confidence to think that Lamar Jackson was going to make that play? Again, it, I, I think in hindsight people would say, oh, you know, this about the corners, this, that, and the other. No, I mean, it, it was just it was a dumb decision. It was a dumb decision that – you know, it essentially cost them a chance to win a game that they very much could have won in that situation. Like, I mean, it just, they, he got too cute, but this is who John Harbaugh is. This is what he does. This is this is his reputation. He's a guy who'll get up there, and if it, if it goes his way, he'll celebrate. If not, he's going to complain. Or he'll sit there and blame something else or, or shift the blame. No, it was a bad decision. Own it. You shouldn't have gone for it. You should have just kicked the field goal, but, you know, but that's the thing, John. That's what everyone's into now. Oh, analytics. How <laughs> I rail against stats all the time when it comes to individual performance, and I, I, I wish I had enough energy and time to do it against coaching decisions because I think it's absolutely taken over logical thought process. Like everyone's sitting there thinking they can gleam every bit of information about that current situation based on a piece of paper. Well, no, no you, can't, you can't because every no, situation is different. And like people say, well, you you convert these ninety nine percent of the time, or this this is a seventy percent success rate. No, I don't care about that. <laughs> All that is is jibber jabber to me. What I want to see is in the moment, the situation, and I, I feel like literally every single one of those decisions yesterday 
we're the wrong situation. And and Belichick sitting back with it, sipping his orange juice, scratching Nike on the head, and you know just laughing about how much better he is than everyone else. Well, I mean, I, I, look, I, the, the Tampa Bay games stood out to me that I because of who you're playing against, you don't want to give him the ball even down because he's going to go down and kick a game-winning field goal. Mac, Mac Jones in his fourth career start. I I, th- I think I think there I think there's considerable yeah, yeah context there. Although 56 yard field goal with one of the best kickers in the I, league. Too, yeah, but by he, the way, he's not, great. he's not great from beyond 50. He's, he's really good. From, he's been he's, really good beyond 50 this year. That's the has, thing. Like I mean, uh, trusting Nick Folk and sitting here and criticizing trusting Nick Folk to go for yeah okay a long field goal, but. In a game in that, that was really close, in the, rainy in, in, night, I mean, in the look, game, he was giving right. he was giving up a reasonable chance at points. Now, again, in hind- maybe again, you go back and say, well, maybe it was a little bit out of range, but that's the thing. Belichick wasn't giving up points, and that that almost lends credit to you know my belief that he's sitting there laughing at the decisions made because all those coaches essentially gave up points except for uh, uh, Dan Campbell, who decided to apparently give up the win well, and then somehow <laughs> get it back. Thing. He did an NBA thing. He's figuring two possessions for one yeah. <laughs> because he doesn't make it. Minnesota's going to score anyway. Well, maybe he should go coach in the NBA then. Like, I, I well, mean, but I mean, it, it worked but, out for him because yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Just because it worked out doesn't mean it was a good decision. No, <laughs> you know what but, I mean? But okay, so fourth and two against Indianapolis didn't work out. So you know, I, and I was for that. I yeah. was for him doing. But 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 game. again, those are those are two, those are two totally different situations. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I get it, but I, I like, but I also think if you look at the game yesterday, now Roethlisberger was got awful for three quarters. He heated up in the fourth quarter. As bad as he is, right? And I think this is going to be his last year. That's what the reports were over the weekend. He still can get hot. Like, he was 10 for 11 in the fourth quarter. He, he is a rhythm passer when he feels good about himself and is in some sort of rhythm. He can still throw the football. So you're 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 telling me that John Harbaugh decided to make a decision based on several hypotheticals as opposed to one that was well, right did, in front of him. Did, you either well, kick the field goal and tie the game or you risk losing the game. Did Bill Belichick do the same thing? Hypotheticals. I can't again, stop Peyton. <laughs> again, that's Peyton. It, it was Peyton Manning in a situation well, where... The fourth quarter of that game yesterday, he, they put up 17 points in the fourth quarter, which shocked the hell out of me. He got hot. I mean, and that that had a way. If it was a no, uh, look, I, I I I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure. You know, maybe you're big John Harbaugh. I just I, I think it was a bad decision. I I think there, there's no justifying it. I think it was just a bad decision on his part. Like he kicks the field goal, the game is tied, and you you do what you do. You play football. Like is, is 
Are we gonna okay? You remember five years ago when Jack Del Rio went for two against New Orleans, made it, won the game, and that that was that. And they actually went on and went twelve before that year, made the playoffs. Okay, yeah, sure. I, I, I'm not opposed to all of that stuff. I think there's certain situations where it feels like the right move. I'll go back to the 2015 playoff game. Why not? Um, when Rogers hit two Hail Marys to get within one point of Arizona and they just kicked the extra point and then lost the toss in overtime and the team went down and scored the game-winning touchdown in overtime. At that point, I'm yelling at the TV, go for two in that situation because the other team is completely on its heels, especially back-to-back Hail Marys. Arizona was like walking around the field going, what the hell just happened? I'd go for two in that situation, just end the game there rather than flip a coin. Well, they they, they could have ended the game by failing. And then all of a sudden you're sitting there saying like, well, why didn't you give your chance, give yourself nope. a chance at overtime? Or that's, why didn't you, why didn't you just, you know, again, take the points? Like again, points are valuable, and people just disregard them. Like every situation's different, so I, I don't have as strong of a recollection of that game as you do, of course. But again, like I said, you can't, you can't compare situation to situation because every situation is different. The the nature of the game, the nature of the opponent, the nature of the person that you're playing, the nature of your team. Like you know that that Patriots defense that decided to do that, they were god awful. This was 2011, correct? Or- uh. 2009. 2009. 2009. Okay, yeah, they were. That, that was that was probably that was probably the very worst Patriots team of this entire run, including including yep. that nine and seventeen that didn't make the playoffs in 2002. They just they just got a little bit too full of themselves. That 2009 team was bad because not only did they have bad players, they had bad attitudes. They had bad personnel. They had you know the Adelis Thomas, all that stuff. They were a bad team that just could not stop a, a Peyton Manning in the middle of an MVP campaign. Um, no, yeah, no. I, but, I was for that. I was. I was like, no, I was. I was too. But that's what I'm saying. Like the situations where it, it's so hard to compare the two because in this situation, yeah, okay, Ben Roethlisberger had a pretty nice fourth quarter, but you know, anticipating and and imagining and and then you know, assuming that he continues to do that when he hasn't done that in his, his entire season. Is, is one, you're basically saying you don't believe in your defense that had played fairly well at that point. I mean, again, they had only allowed how many? What, I don't even remember what the exact <laughs> the end of the score was. So I, I, I don't. Yeah, 20 to 19. Is yeah, like, so I mean, they, they, they weren't. He, he had no cornerbacks left because Marlon Humphrey hurt his shoulder. They already had, didn't have Marcus Peters. So he's just, he's just rolling the dice saying, if we go to overtime and they win the toss, I don't think we can stop them. So let's just end it right here. I, I, oh. and, and the play design was right. It's just, you know, Lamar is going to be better than that, and that's why he's not an elite quarterback, especially inside the pocket. Yeah, and and yeah, that's and again, that's that kind of. I agree with that because you know we, we I was scratching my head the last couple of weeks trying to figure out how he managed to get himself in this situation, and again he gets and and this isn't true. This is true for not just him, but for for others as well. Um, they get credit for. I don't know. I it, it's tough. They get credit for being a lesser player, but being in a more perceived crappier situation. I don't even know. I don't even know. Like <clears throat> it's hard to explain. But I I felt yesterday that very strongly that coaching was uh, uh had a hand and 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 poor very poor coaching was <laughs> on display. Decision making at the very least. Um. All right. So we only have about five. I, 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 I'm not a big fan of coaching in the NFL right now. Like I said, it's Belichick, and I don't know who the hell the second best coach is. Yeah. They throw whatever name you want out there, and it's, they, I'll, I'll buy into it or I'll push back against it. Absolutely. Um, 
we do have a game tonight. I did want to mention it real quick before we have to get off there. Uh, obviously, uh, as a result of the Ravens losing, the Patriots are now uh, officially, or not officially, but technically right now the number one seed in the conference. Um, they play tonight, them in Buffalo. Big, big, big game tonight in Buffalo. Uh, the winner, if if the Patriots win, they, they'd have a pretty comfortable position atop the, uh, the conference heading into their bye week. Uh, but if they lose, they would drop down to the fifth seed. That's just how tight this AFC is right now. Um, yeah, I, I look. I, this isn't a homer pick. I, I picked New England. I, I just they've been the better team for for several weeks now. I mean, their defense has been incredible. Um, their their offense, and I know people like to talk about uh, max limitations. This offense is scoring over thirty points a game during their winning streak. I mean, that, that, and we're talking six, seven straight games. I mean, actually, it's been longer because, you know, you think back to that Dallas game, they put up, what, 29 points in that game? So, yep. you know, they're averaging over the course of essentially half a season over 30 points a game. And they don't seem to be being figured out quite yet. Like, sometimes you can sit there and see the averages and say, okay, but, you know, the last couple of weeks they've started to kind of slow. No, no, this Patriots team is moving very well. Uh, Buffalo without Tredavious White, um, that's going to be a huge loss for them. And quite frankly, I just don't think Josh Allen's playing great football, and I think this Patriots defense is playing great, and I think they're going to create turnovers tonight and uh, make life fairly miserable for Josh Allen. Yeah, it's supposed to be wet and windy, which would, Leads you to believe that Josh Allen will be fine in that, but actually the way the Patriots play, I think they're kind of built for that. You know, building on mm-hmm. that running game, uh, taking care of the football, playing the great situational football that they usually play. I like the Patriots too in this game because I think that they're going to be able to get their game plan and carry it out because the weather is going to enhance that. So mm-hmm. I, I think that they have a real chance to win this game, and I I think they will the game. The only thing that I, I sounded like Mike did get there, I didn't like finish a sentence. Um, the one thing I would get concerned about is if they get behind, because we haven't seen that necessarily. And then if you've got Mac Jones throwing 42 passes, that that's a good thing, especially if it's windy and rainy and all that stuff. But if they can just build on a, a really good start, get out to, you know, six, seven, ten point lead, uh, Josh Allen at some point will screw up. Mm-hmm. It's just a way tired. He's just going to throw up interception that you're going to go, where the hell was he throwing that ball? <laughs> game against new orleans on thanksgiving he threw two interceptions you're like there was no one around it was just strictly opposing players and he still managed to try to you know fit it through all of them so yeah i like the patriots tonight i think they're they're playing really well and i think that the the weather will impact them less than it will impact buffalo which has become more of a finesse team and Mm -hmm. the patriots become of a power team yeah and look the patriots are a really good running team as well and and yep. you you figure all right sloppy slow conditions type of thing you know they love the slop john they love the slop they're a mutter their mutter was a mutter <laughs> they're all mutters there so if it does get wet and it does get muddy um i do like the patriots uh chances yep. and you know to your point about obviously not seeing the comeback it this in in max situation it's not so much that i I agree, like, you know, we haven't necessarily seen that yet. We've seen some some key moments that he's come through. You know, you can look to the Dallas game and give him credit for some of the things that he did, of course. You know, you can't just, uh, you know, uh, chalk it up at just, well, a loss is a loss. Well, a loss is a loss. There's no doubt about it. But Mac did do some good things. So I do believe he can do it, but I am with you. I need to see it, though. Like, I, I believe based on the collective works not of Bette Midler, but of Matt Jones. 
that I believe he's capable of of doing that if that's the case. But ideally, you don't want to play from behind. That's that's not right. like you know. I know people make the joke, oh, right where they want. Him. No, that's that's not what you want to do. You don't want to play from behind. So, um, so yeah, I got the Patriots, and uh, hopefully, uh, I'm right about this one because I was wrong on a lot of my picks this weekend. Yesterday, I think I only had one loss. Oof. I, I I kept track of all of them, and I the only one I didn't have is I picked the Bears to beat Arizona in an upset, but I did pick the Lions to beat the Vikings. That was uh, 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 yeah. a I did okay. okay. I mean, you know, that and $2 get you a cup of coffee somewhere, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> well, so well, go against me next week because I'll go like four and ten next week. Well, don't don't worry. I, I have uh, my, my fantasy season is over, um, so oh. I will be focusing uh, solely on making my picks work. So uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow to break down Monday Night Football and uh, talk about some other stuff. So uh, have a great day, and we'll talk to you then. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.